This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us on the roaming guest line is our guy, Jonathan. Co- no, oh, wait a minute. No, it's, just, oh, it's just Alan. Okay, coach, well, are you, coach, are you there? Oh, wait, no, coach, coach? wait, coach isn't here tonight? No, no. Oh, it's no hey, I'll coach. see you guys later. I'm <laughs> out of here. I guess we got to bring the good old fashioned Alan Bell. Can we get Michael Cole at least? AB! <laughs> What's good? What's good? I'll tell you what. I'll just go ahead and hang up now, and uh, no. you guys can play some coach clips, and we'll be good. No, no, Alan, Alan, we're kidding. We're kidding. We need you. Know, can we, can we get the jeweler? Uh, send the jeweler. Yeah. He, he's not doing hey. anything. Dude, the jeweler's an electric factory. You guys would love him on the show. Uh, he would be really good. He's, I got I to gotta turn my, my colleague. He's the parlay the... guy, right? Yes. He gives his parlay yeah. every the show. Gym. The AB3 yep. is up there as well. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yes, take, we'll take him. We'll take Mike. We'll take the whole gang. You guys all do a great job. We should do a crossover, like those crossover episodes in, mm-hmm. in Nickelodeon when Timmy Turner and Jimmy Neutron got we together. We literally just start switching people out from the early edge and bed MGM Yeah, tonight. we should. Yeah, if you're a wrestling guy, Alan, it'll be like when the ECW guys used to show up at Monday Night Raw. You know, I'm like the yes, Rob Van Dam, the, the whole effing show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can call That's it the, the late night edge. Yeah. The late night edge. Yeah. You got the early edge, you got the late night edge. Late night edge. Uh, we got to get Ali Bama, who's the, the ice queen. She can, she can come and join us. There you go. We're bringing, we're bringing in the whole gang. Alan, I'm going to be selfish and go first, okay? Because my team has the bye week, the Green Bay Packers. Yep. If you're me, you're the Green Bay Packers, which team do you want to see in the next round? I mean, like, I want to see the Philadelphia Eagles, but I think Tampa's obviously winning that game. What team What team do you think that they match up really well with, you know, come, come the opener at Lambeau? You know what i tell you what? I mean, taking the Eagles out of it, because I agree. I, yeah. I think that, you know, they're kind of like, they're not as bad as the Steelers on the other end, and that's nothing against them. It's just, you know, what these teams are. Uh, I think if you're the Packers, you know who you want? The Rams. Really? Go ahead and get, 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 get them out of there. Just go ahead and get them out of there. Come right in, right off the bye, uh, and just come firing and just put up 45 points because they can't do it, right? And they're not ready to do it. I, that, that, if I were a Packers fan, that's who I would want. Let me go. Just let me go find the team that could give us problems, and let's just knock them right out of the playoffs, right out of the game. Yeah, that'd be my opinion. AB, I guess we're gonna go NFC first and not AFC first because uh, <laughs> Ryan didn't see the rundown. Um, so we had a lot orders of, in our questions. Yeah, there's. Oh, we're in an AFC schedule first in the NFC, but it's okay. A lot of conversation, AB, around Shanahan versus McCarthy. But to me, really, and I think for anyone who's like really looking into this, is Shanahan versus Dan Quinn. Uh, how do you see this matchup playing out? Because Dan Quinn has been around Shanahan for a very long time. He knows him intimately and how he thinks and what he's going to try to do, how he's going to use his players, and, and vice versa. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you what. I think you nailed it right there. Flip it. Cowboys offense versus the San Francisco 49ers defense, right? If the Cowboys offense shows up, they're going to win this game. If they show up what we've seen when we see Dak Prescott and the Cowboys against NFC East teams, right, if they're up there putting up 35, 38, 41, they're going to win this game. 
if they are not, and they are out there screwing around in games that we've seen, and Dak Prescott doesn't look clean, and they can't get the run game going, you know, and the Cowboys defense doesn't have three interceptions, you know, in the first quarter, uh, buddy, you could be in some trouble because Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. Uh, this offense knows what he's doing, and it's physical. There's nowhere to go. Right. So, yeah, I I think that this is more about uh, the Cowboys offense versus the 49ers defense. The Cowboys offense has to be playing at top notch, because if it is not, this team is not good enough. And they have kicking problems, too. Yeah. Right. Like put this part in there as well. Yeah. Like I I worry about that. So, yeah, I I think this is all about the Cowboys offense. A.B., I'm looking at Philly. Right. And I as an NFC East watcher and supporter. Washington football team. Don't ask about the name. It's, it should be losers because that's all they do is lose and make bad decisions. Um, but the Eagles, right, they're interesting. They're starting to get their running game going, uh, but they're very young as well in their skill positions. But eight and a half is interesting because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense hasn't been that scary as of late. They haven't been covering that well. I mean, even on the year, they're like in the bottom half of the league and against the, they're against the spread record. I kind of like Philly, but Tampa at home. I know even if Tom Brady and that team hasn't looked phenomenal this down the stretch, Playoff time, preparation time versus this Philadelphia Eagles team. I, I might have to go back to back. And the Buccaneers are eight and a half as favorites in this one. Yeah, look, I, I, I agree with you in the sense that Tampa has not looked good. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, they, they, and, and look, it's injuries, right? Like, I mean, they are, they've been banged up all year. And then, you know, they lose Godwin. They lose Antonio Brown, you know, to, to all that. Like, they're, Antonio they, Brown they lost himself, Allen. That's, that's, that's true. Okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> that's let's true. set that straight. Yes. That's true. Now, they're going to get Leonard Fournette back, and I think Leonard Fournette's going to be a huge piece in this offense in terms of the short passing game. I think it's going to definitely help out. So, I mean, look, I like Tampa to win, but that's a lot of points. And, you know, with Philly, it's all about if Philly can get started early. Like, it seems like it takes until the end of the third quarter for the Eagles to get their offense going. But when it gets going, good luck. Like, they're a good football team, right? And if we're seeing some weather out there where it's raining and it's Windy, like I, I definitely give, you know, a little bit more to Philly than I would. Um, so I, I'm with you. It's a fascinating game. Look, I'll say this: Philly can win this game. Mm. Like they're they're not completely out of this game. They just have to show up for four quarters. If they don't, they're going to be in trouble. AB, we've asked this question to almost everyone, and I'm really curious as to what your thoughts are. Is playing a Monday night playoff game? a significant disadvantage moving forward to the winning team, either Arizona or L.A.? No, I think it's complete opposite. Look, we've talked about it on this show all season long. Uh, look at the streak. Go back and look at every single team each week in the NFL, the team that won on Monday night. You know what they did the next week? I think like 13 out of 16 times. They won the next week. Wow. It actually helps. Yeah, I'm telling you, go back and look at the numbers. It actually helps. And that's both straight up and against the spread. So. Yeah, I, I think that there's something to a short week, right? Like, unless you have, like, super long travel or it's going to, you know, kind of throw your, your, you know, your balance off, I think that playing on a short week actually helps a lot of these teams because you don't have a lot of time to really install new things as a coaching staff, nor players have to sit and kind of think and, and try to, you know, to, to go with a brand-new game plan. You just go out and say, all right, we're, we're just going to beat this team up, right? So I, I think that there's something to it. So, no, like I don't think that there's a hindrance, and it actually might help. It's something to pay attention to. Ellen, I know you said if you were a Packers fan, you'd want to see the Rams. So the Rams, four-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. You know, the Cardinals, I just – 
I want to take the Rams. I did take the Rams. Uh, I just ended up taking them on the money line, which I usually wouldn't do if it wasn't a playoff game. But what do you think about that number, four and a half? Do you think that sounds about right? Just with Arizona, you know, potentially getting J.J. Watt back, even if it's not J.J. Watt from five years ago, I think that's probably going to be a huge boost to that locker room. Yeah, so there's a couple things to pay attention to for just this round historically, okay? First off, teams that win the game are about 75% at covering the spread as well. Like, honestly, like you could go back and look. So the teams that you think are going to win, more often than not, just in this round, probably cover the spread, okay? Number two, look at quarterbacks that have history playing in the playoffs versus quarterbacks making their first trip. I believe this is uh, Kyler Murray's first playoff game, correct? Yeah, this is his first Stafford's third. Yeah, so not that Stafford's had a ton of experience in it, but he's just that, you know, elder statesman of a guy like that pays that plays into that as well the numbers significantly show I think that you know quarterbacks making their first playoff game against a quarterback who's been in the playoffs before like 14 and 33 against the spread it's something awful so I I like the Rams in this one to be completely honest with you I I think that the pressure is going to be on Arizona uh, and I think that playing a team in your division is actually going to help the Rams in this one there's another game that fits in that category we'll talk about a little while that I think is on the other side. But I think in this one, I think it helps the Rams. A.B., what is your method when you are starting to look at these totals in the postseason? So, like, it's been a really, really like a roller coaster ride so far this year. You started off early in the season, the totals were, like, way too high, so the unders were hitting crazy. Then the market starts to adjust as we move forward, and then you have any more injuries on top of, like, COVID news. But now – we're in a weird spot. We got the playoffs, so the game and in in the stakes are higher. But then you have guys coming back, like Elena Fournette for a team that has been scoring a lot of points. That moves the line, like stuff like with the JJ Watt helps the defense of the Arizona Colts. Does that decrease the opponent points per game in in terms of their matchup? Like, what are you looking at in terms of like your total evaluation of how to bet totals in the postseason? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, so first off, I just look at you know your key numbers, right? Uh, you know. Uh, look at 42, uh, 49, you know, 52, you know, roughly like those numbers, like, and, and try to get, you know, under those, if you're playing the under, you know, like just, just do your math, you know, in regards to that of how, you know, points are scored three, seven, you know, in the NFL also pay attention to teams that are kind of playing with house money here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first game that we have the Las Vegas Raiders, there is nothing, nothing that's going to hold those guys back. They, they are not supposed to be here. The season they've had has been crazy, right? Like I could see that game being a super over type of a game, even though you're looking at a number, you know, 49 is actually pretty low comparatively for both of these teams. Right. So I think that that plays into it as well. Also, I would say the two division games that we have probably looking at unders because they know each other. They understand each other. There's going to be a little more conservatism in terms terms of the first half of play calls because kind of like you know the national championship with Alabama and Georgia knowing each other like you don't want to make the big mistake you can't win the game in the first half but you could absolutely lose the game in the first half so those two division games probably your best bets if you're looking for unders there so you would take under first half specifically for those divisional rival uh, rivalry games Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but yeah, I mean, just in general theory. Yes, absolutely. I think first half unders are an excellent play there, especially when you have weather that could affect, you know, New England and and, and Buffalo. And then, you know, the Rams, like they're a pretty conservative offensive team. 
you know, alongside with the Cardinals, who aren't going to want to kind of screw things up early. Yeah, absolutely. I think first half unders could be great for both. Yeah, I like those a lot too. Um, so if you had to make a bet, a futures bet on any of these teams in the NFC as we wrap up the MVC, uh, NFC discussion before we hit on the AFC wildcard games, who do you think's the best bet? Like if we take Green Bay out of the equation, plus 375. Oh, you take Green Bay out of the oh, No, actually, you want to you go with the Packers, then I'm, I'm all for it, man, because they went from 14 well, to 1. Now they were plus 400. Now it's plus 375. Tampa's plus 750, well, and uh, the Rams are 11 to 1. I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you exactly what I do. You said plus 375 for Green Bay, right? Yep. Yep, I'll tell you exactly what I do. I'd take Green Bay, I would take Tampa, and I would take pick your AFC team. If you want the Chiefs, you want the Titans, whoever, right? Like, if you could get all three under – uh, you know, uh, 300, you could put equal money on each one of them, and you're not going to pay you out big, but you could, you know, guarantee yourself a profit if one of those teams hit. If you can't get all three under 300, you know, pick two. Uh, but that's how I would go with it because this playoffs is going to be crazy. Any team can win. Maybe outside of Pittsburgh, I, I just don't see any way that they could win. Other than that, and, like, it, this weekend would not surprise you if we see crazy. 